Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thanks to Raycon for supporting the morning stream. You can shop early, skip the stress, and snag some of the best deals of the season on something everyone will love. Premium audio products from Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash morningstream to get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY. Plus, free shipping. Coming up on TMS, Tina Taco. Whoa, Blue Beetle, Bam Blam. Once you poop, you can't stop. Sexy Jim Varney voice. We don't need another hero. Woke dirt chode. What's the opposite of nine? Six. Air out the hemorrhoids. Crib it on an ibbit. There's a lady I know who goes to the mall and she's sitting on two chairs. Nice. Hydrate the router. Lobo and Mebo. Greeky cheese. Taste the squirini. Indiana Jones and the dial soap of Destiny with Stephen and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. A bugwa. What? A bugwa. What? They must be a bugwa. What? I don't believe in magic. The Morning Stream. There's no such thing as fair in a fight to a death and a thing. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, December 5th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Well, hi. 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 I met a guy over the weekend called Cribbit. Last name, Cribbit. (laughs) Last name, Cribbit? Yeah, thought of you. Really? Yeah, just a guy at at this (laughs) restaurant we went to, and his his last name was Cribbit. And I said, oh, I have a friend named Brian Ibbett. He's just missing the Cribbit. It feels like the Christmas version of Ibbit. It's yeah, the cri- the Christmas Ibbit. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. Right. Yeah, everybody, as you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, now try Cribbit on a Ribbit. Yeah, Cribbit on a Nibbit. Well, anyway, that was weird. Speaking of which, uh, I I went to a place I've been before, but I want to recommend it one more time wholeheartedly because of something I ate there. And, oh, um, can't wait to hear. So Kim and I had a little date. So we're like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go back to Slackwater. It's this uh, mm. this uh, oven baked pizza bar thing place that used to be a Black Angus before they went out of business. And then this independent place came in, took it over, called themselves Slackwater, and it's really popular. So you want to go at like, you know, off peak times, or you're screwed. It's just really t- way too many people there all the time. It's very popular, very good. Anyway. That place is so good. KT Data confirming in the chat. He's absolutely right. So good. The food is amazing. <laughs> so we go in there, and I'm like, I know what I want today. I want nachos, and we're going to split that because it's huge. They make amazing nachos. And then 
We're going to figure out what like the weirdest pizza they have here, and then we're going to get that pizza. No matter how weird Ooh, it is, we're getting it. I love it. that adventure, adventurousness, that adventurous spirit. Yeah, okay, adventure good. pizza really is what we were after. And uh, so we got the this thing on the, the menus all got silly names like a lot of places do. Sure, sure. Uh, they had something on there called the 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 I guess you'd pronounce it uh, Euro Trip. Euro Trip, yeah. Or some people say yeah. gyro, but they're wrong. Sure, but they're wrong unless they're talking about the things in uh, uh, that you dig up in Animal Crossing. And, yes, or yeah. or you know a, a copter. Yeah, the originally Mario thing. What were gyros? Gyros, I think, are I think that's an originally a. I think that's straight up just Animal Crossing. That's original Animal Crossing. I think okay. so. They've shown up in other stuff since, but I'm pretty sure that's where those came from. Mm-hmm. They kind of annoyed me in the early. Actually, they annoy me now. I don't like them. Those those gyros yeah. bug me. But anyway, it's a. It's called uh, yeah, gyroids. That's what they're called. Gyroids. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I knew it was close. Uh, anyway, this thing's called a, a, a Euro Trip, and it's spelled G. Okay. Before even. Yeah, I was gonna say before you even say what's on there, can I guess? Go, go, give it. All right, so I'm thinking the obvious things, right? It's gonna be a shaved uh, lamb that was that's been on a little rotating. Correct. Spigot. So far, correct. Yes. Uh, uh, tzatziki sauce. Oh yeah, drizzled all or, over uh, the damn thing. Is yep. it tzatziki or it's um it's that other sauce, that other sauce that they use. Um, well, it's like a yogurt based like yeah the traditional whatever the traditional thing. I think they called it the tzatziki in the chat or in the chat in the menu. In the chat room, the okay. chat room sure called the chat, it that. The chat <laughs> menu, not tahini. What's there? There's another Greek sauce that they usually put on euros. Tzatziki. Uh, okay, I did have it right. All right, I think it is tzatziki. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, uh, what else? Cabbage? Uh, no cabbage. No okay. cabbage. I don't think. Um, Was there some? I don't uh, think so. What else? Oh, probably tomatoes. You gotta have tomatoes. A little in bit of Euro. tomatoes, yep. Now, not Sliced a tomato tomatoes. base, though, which is you know you don't want that for your uh, for your thing. So the so right. it's actually um, most well. Okay, so I don't know what kind of cheese that was, but man, probably feta, right? Oh, it was so good. I mean, you'd think so. You'd want some kind of Greeky yeah. kind of deal, uh, but it was amazing cheese, and then <laughs> Greeky cheese, Greek and cheese. then uh, they had yeah, little the one the one ingredient olive. you're missing is little cucumber chopped cucumbers all over. That's the what somebody said in the yeah diced tomato diced tomato ironically said cucumber. Yeah, and there are no diced tomatoes on this. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good point. I yeah. forget about uh, God makes me want a euro. There's a place there's a place over here called Bada Bing, mm. and no, they're not a strip club owned by uh, a guy who talks like this. Hey. Carmela, hey, Carmela, <laughs> uh, uh, Carmela, uh. um. Was Fat Tony? Uh, but they they do pizzas. It's funny. It's like an Italian Greek fusion. Um, oh, interesting. By, you know, this ain't no sit down tablecloth place. It is a takeout uh, pizzas and euros, but they're oh, and burgers and their burgers, really? all of it is really really good. Mm. And all their burgers are like Italian and Greek influence. So it's like a a feta cheese burger or a. Um, uh, a, a Greek pizza. And it's like, oh, it's all so, so That good. sounds fantastic. Well, that's what this was. This was that's like eating. Yeah, they cut it up thing. into like nine slices. And I'm telling you, it was like having nine euros just there for me. <laughs> and it was so, I cannot recommend yes. this enough. It was so good. I'm getting that again when I go back. I recommend slack water to anybody. And if you're like, Wayne, I live in the valley. Where is it? It's over there by... Um, by a Southtown Mall near, uh, you know, Sandy-ish on the on the east side of the freeway over there. Amazing. It's so now freaking good. Now, I gotta ask good. you, though, nine yep. slices? I don't know what it was. It was like, 
Because <laughs> how do you do? Like, if you're every time you cut, you're doubling the number of slices Let me potentially. Think. Let me think. About well, this. I guess not. Actually, you're you're only doubling up until the until the, the final the second one, right? cut, and then you start. Yeah, but it isn't but, always uh, even if they screw. It's it always up, even. Is it even? I mean, well, I mean, you can you can cut a pizza odd if you just go to the middle and stop with a. Oh right, slice. you couldn't. Yeah, but if you went the whole way, you're right. It's you always going to be double. Every time, it's always going to be even. Yeah, you're always adding. So two. it's probably t- eight, probably eight or ten. All I know is I felt like eating all of it, but Kim wanted. Yeah. You know, Kim wanted her share, of course. Oh, we there. split it because it was too big. I'd have been fat, and by the time I left there, I ate the whole thing myself. But it was so <laughs> good, and that's where we I met. That's where uh, I met the guy named Cribbit. So Cribbit. Oh, he was there at that place. That gotcha. was where he was. Yeah, we he went just, to a Christmas party. And it is down in um, Castle Rock, which is halfway to Colorado Springs, which is you know kind of conservative town central. It's where conservative uh, So Stephen King lives in Castle Rock, right? Just kidding. Continue. He just writes about it. He oh, just he gotcha. just he's entertained by it. That's all. All right. Yeah. Fair he enough. gets his Castle Rock entertainment. <laughs> um, he uh, so we went. So it was a friend of mine. Is actually one of one of my oldest and longest friends from high school. He and I. He and I met working at a Taco Bell, went to different high schools, met working at Taco Bell, became friends, and, and have known each other ever since. And he is, he's on the conservative side. I don't think he, he always just votes party line like, like a lot of us, you know, uh, don't do. He doesn't just vote Trump and blah, 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 right down the line. Right. Because um, I don't think he cares much for... <laughs> For Trump or Pence or anything like that. Sure, sure. Um, but we were always, you know, we were so worried going to this Christmas party because it was going to be a lot of his friends and a lot of people who lived down there and in Colorado Springs coming up to it that it was going to be like conservative town central. And it was, we were basically going to have one foot out of every conversation to like say, uh, yeah, well, you know, everything's so woke these days. Go that way and go that direction. <laughs> like take our plate of food and our wine and <laughs> pivot and go to another. These freaking catchphrases. Politi- modern political catchphrases can eat a dirt chode. I hate it. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know what? I'm going to say dirt chode every time someone says woke. They're going to say, ah, wokeism. I'll say dirt chode. <laughs> and then pivot and, and walk away. Yeah. Uh, no, couldn't have been. Couldn't have been a nicer group of people. We hung out there. We actually got pinned in the kitchen by, by groups, and and uh, couldn't go over to the table that had food on it. The only thing we could do was keep refilling a wine glass, uh, our wine glasses, and um, uh, so we're like, I really need to eat something now, Tina. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna die. Like I'm gonna die. No. But. Uh, I do that thing, and I'm sure you do it as well, where uh, somebody asks you what you do. Yeah. Oh, God. And you haven't had a chance to kind of feel them out to say, do they, you know, what's what's going to be their take when I say podcaster? Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a graphic designer, web designer, and audio producer. Oh, audio producer. Oh, like what? What's more. that? And I said, well, I, I do podcasts. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, I love podcasts. What podcast do you do? And I'm like, okay, well... <laughs> None of the ones you've heard of, but I like Exactly, exactly. Do you know Adam Carolla? No. No. Do you know Joe Rogan? No. No. We know they invented podcasting. No. No. (laughs) Nah, we know that guy. So uh, this is a funny, this is actually a really great question. Do you feel like if you can suss out people's familiarity with technology, it's probably a little easier to explain what you do? For sure. For sure. And there's certainly an age thing, right? Like... You know, at a certain, if somebody under 
30 asks me what I do, I'm way more likely to say podcasting than if it's somebody over 60. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I have to say, well, I, I do stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do things on the internet. Then you have to explain what the internet is and how you have to do things on it. <laughs> oh, can you fix my phone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, do I don't this. know how I did it, but the front of it is blinking 12 o'clock. <laughs> this happens to me all the time. So, so you're... Just you talking about this gives me these. Yeah. Oh, I hate this feeling. Of like, <laughs> the PTSD of having these conversations. I just hate explaining it to people. So, like, yeah. usually what I'll do, like, when my dental assistant asks and she doesn't know anything, brand new dental assistant, if she asks, I'll say, um, I'll start like you did. Like, uh, yeah, I do uh, kind of a combination of uh, commercial art and. Um, and uh, audio uh, radio style production. Oh, like on a station. And then it starts. And you're yes. like, no, why did yeah. I say that? It's I exactly, just, just it's exactly I, what Bush Potatoes just said. You don't just say you host a radio show? No. No. Are you I kidding? Mean, because, because then it's like, oh, really? Where, you know, AM, FM? Internet. Serious? <laughs> yeah. And then it sounds like all of a sudden that that bold step forward now is like, eight steps back because you have to say no it's a radio station on the internet it's like oh so like five people listen to it yeah they don't and then they and i don't know it just doesn't go anywhere good and doesn't go anywhere and by the end they think well that's really cool that's really neat and but they don't know what you're talking about they don't know no exactly and they always say oh okay the morning stream coverville i'll check those out i'm like "Mm, okay what are the chances and so i'm hoping that the person who said he was going to check out the morning stream today is really checking it out and hearing this story yeah i'm going to start i'm going to start and they all they often do that they'll say oh well check that out they never <laughs> he ch- tuned in as soon as i started saying it was a conservative party he's like oh okay that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where he went oh they've tricked me these woke liberals have tricked me right. into listening exactly. to their show exactly. oh just saying it makes me sick i hate yeah. that word so and you know much. what easily easily could have been a room full of people lean more liberal or or more centric you know easily could have been you know nobody brought up anything that would make us think one way or the other so it's yeah. just a big assumption that we make that that oh we're down there we're close we're in to that the, part of town oh the red epicenter it's usually how it goes though right you get yeah, yeah. you get in oh yeah and then they say so is it on spotify i'm like yeah i think so i think <laughs> i think they did i think they did take my show and put it up there without me having to do anything about it because that's that's how it has to be that's what people always ask me it's like oh can i get this on you know whatever thing they're listening to oh can yeah. i get this on apple i'm like yeah you can spotify i think so yeah stitcher uh, i don't know is stitcher still a thing i think so stitcher still <laughs> yeah, around who they annoy me the stuff they yeah. used to do to people they would take your yeah. shows without your permission they would then add ads to it without you having mm-hmm. any involvement and then or they would also revenue com- from it. Yeah, yeah, and they also compressed everything down to like sixty four k. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, Stitcher sucks buttholes. Exactly. Right. Yes. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, on. Hey, uh, I got an email from a listener. This is oh, cool. uh, this is great. It's this is oh my gosh, can't wait to play this. So, all right, so we get this thing from Frank Weary. Would you, is that how you'd say his name? <laughs> a whirl? We were, we were this close to a squareini. Squareini? I think, I think Frank Whirl. Oh, that's but, an L, uh, not an I. Yeah. Looks yeah. like an I for some reason. All right. Uh, he so says, close to a squareini, though. I, I could almost taste it. I know. Uh, you could uh, let us never speak of that movie again. Um, <laughs> here's what he says. He says, Dear Safe Crackers and Bullseye, or Safe Crackers and Bullseye. That's weird. Uh-huh. Uh, he made me multiple. Anyway. You recently were discussing The Price is Right and mentioned how cliffhangers was the thing you thought of first, the one with the little yodeler guy going up the thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that reminded me that there was once a contestant who could yodel, and Bob had uh, had a ball with him. And then he sent me a link to it. Uh, he finishes his email by saying, "Keep up the good work, entertaining us, peepoos." Uh, Frank, <laughs> have you you haven't heard back from uh, the guy who emailed you with the the typo, the peepoo typo? With the peepoo, right? no, we haven't. Um, but I don't know if he knows this, but I think he's entering like the I don't like bees, and I can totally see why you like it. That kind of realm yeah. is where he's ent- entering yeah, that territory. I know. I just would love to hear back from him, and, and you know. And have him say, oh, yeah, all right. I, you know, you guys gave me a hard time, but you know what? I've turned into a meme. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You're in the higher, you're in the special uh, VIP room of memes that we have on the show. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, anyway, here is, I'm going to play this audio. So this was an episode of that thing. This was toward the end Price of his, right. okay. of Bob's run as host. And uh, I'm just going to play the audio. Check it out. All right. Now, Walter, what do you believe is the price of that pottery wheel? Just the pottery wheel. Tell me, Walter. Twenty-five. $25. Is that right? No. Now, he'll move one step for every dollar you miss the price. Wait, wait. I like... <laughs> I don't want to wish him bad luck, but I wish it had gone. That was Walter. That was not, uh, you know... Do that again. All right, this old guy is having a time of his freaking life. Like he, yeah, he was really into it. Well, and some uh, great fifteen minutes of fame there for that guy. <laughs> it made me laugh because he was way overexcited. Um, I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd show the video, except I feel like YouTube would pull me down for sure, it. But sure, but Man, hearing Bob Barker again—that was such a, like when you were sick. Well, at least when I was sick and home from school, that was. Well, it's like, all you I was wanted sitting to there see. with with a bowl of soup, watching yep. Prices Right or yep. orange juice or hot tea or something. Yeah, that was the deal. There was nothing else on that you cared about because everything else was soap operas or I don't know what other daytime talk show. Uh, Donahue, yeah. like who's no kid right, wants yeah, to watch back Donahue? Then it was Donahue, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't want that. We want uh, the yodel guy. That's what we want. Yeah, exactly. Game, game shows. shows. Give me the game shows. Yeah. If I was ever sick, that is exactly what I would do. Quite often. Yeah. You kids today, you don't even know, man. You stay home from school, sick, you got your phone, you got Netflix and a thousand oh, other streaming things. You, don't you got know how easy you've got it. Got yeah. We had games. four channels to choose from, three before Fox came along. Yeah. Well, I guess if you counted the PBS station and the uh the syndicated Andy Griffith and Leave It to Beaver station, but Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We did have that. Uh yeah. whatever. You know we what we don't it. have. What do we not have? You don't have my soul. My soul is still oh, gone. Oh no, Scott. Brian! What the devil has kept your soul? Oh, <sighs> it's too bad. Still no soul. And I talked about this on Couch Party, but I'll just briefly touch on it here. Uh, I heard from both Kia con- Consumer Services and the dealership. Yeah. And uh, Kia denied the uh, denied the claim because of the the gaps in Carfax that I can't show Boo. oil change proof for. So uh, Boo. so. It's out of pocket. This repair is going to be out of pocket. So uh, now's a good time. If you want something 3D printed, <laughs> let's keep this 3D printer going 24-7 for the next three weeks. Yep. Increase your come- TMS patron uh, limit. Let's get some stuff bought off Brian's Etsy store. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I was thinking, I'm not going to do a GoFundMe because I, I kind of hate that. But if you do want to donate and buy something 3D printed, like go find a model you like of something and then make a donation. It's all, it's all totally 3D printed. Yeah, he'll print, she'll, too, she'll so. make you all kinds of 3D items. Yeah. You yeah. Want a, do you want a Jack Nicholson? I finished painting Jack, by the way. Oh, nice. Oh, he's done. He's, he's finally finished. Oh, uh, he's that. fully painted. That's so good. 
Yeah. That's freaking great. Your color works yeah, great right? on it too. What'd you do with the back? Thank you decided to leave it uh, unpainted? I decided to leave it. There was really no reason. It's just going to be right facing the back of the bookcase. But I do like, you can see exactly where I stopped and said, why am I continuing to paint? Yeah. <laughs> it does have that look. <laughs> this is the yeah, line like, of like, wait uh, a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can say, you can look at it and go, oh, decision was made here, right here. It's where that decision right, was exactly. made. Exactly. Yes. That's where, that's where I decided. Well, it came out um, amazing. It looks really good. So. Nice and uh, currently it's printing a uh, Magneto helmet, my my Cobra Max, a full-size print in, I would say in one piece, but the little ornament thing that he has yeah. on his forehead, that little horn thing, yeah. that prints as a second piece, but the actual full wraparound helmet is printing in one piece. So this is a comic representation, not a movie uh, this is style? A com- you know, the, the movie was so close to the comic, but yeah, I think it is based on the... Um, on the comic. Because in the movie, I don't think um, he has the little diddly-do like the... Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't think he does. That's he has mo- mostly the rest of it, though, is pretty accurate. But um, yeah. it feels yeah, like kind of like Captain America's little wings. It's like why they don't put those on there sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so that's printing right now. 60-hour uh, print, and it's on hour number 42. So at about hour 55... We should see spaghetti going all over the place and something knocking it off the print pl- the print bed and <laughs> perfect. I follow this account of th- uh, th- I should send you this this 3D printer on TikTok. This guy just has a camera <sighs> trained on his printer, yeah, and he has it in I don't know five times speed or something. So it's you know because yeah. prints take forever, right? And <laughs> his whole account is nothing but mess when it's messed up. So okay, good. So it's just videos of when things go awry. But it's usually like when it's working, he'll do that thing where he'll play like the good theme to Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, and then I as soon that, as yep. the strings start going, blah, and becomes a spaghetti yeah. monster. He'll do that right. like piccolo version, recorder, some terrible like you know harmonica off key thing. It's great. It's really yeah. great. You should. I'll, I'll, next time I run into it, I don't even think I follow it. But every time oh, I see it, I think yeah, oh, I when should you run it into to it, send forward one to me, and I'll I'll follow that guy. I'll follow him to the ends of the earth. Uh, tell me so. about your your giant line and your twenty degree weather and all that business. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you listen to the film sack, uh, if you're a film sack Patreon, you might have heard me talk about this line. So I went early, early, early Saturday morning uh to uh whole foods they had like five whole foods in colorado that are selling these there's a radio station here that for the last 34 years has been selling what they call the studio c cd so it's the the studio c c of colorado they bring bands in who either perform an acoustic version of one of their songs or a cover or whatever and it's always like you know great people like um the fits and the tantrums and cage the elephant and and dave matthews and squeeze and tori amos and people like that and they have a very limited number they have to do them as cds they can't legally sell them digitally and when they run out they run out and if you happen to grab extra those sell for for big money yeah so so I went and got my six of those, waited in 20-degree weather in this long, like, hour-and-a-half line. I wasn't even sure if I was going to make it back in time for film sack. So, needless to say, Tina, still sleeping when I leave the house. Of course. And I have a um, an iPad stand that I use in bed that uh, <laughs> it's got, like, four legs on it that basically, like, if I'm, if I'm laying down, it 
sits on my chest and then puts the, <laughs> the screen not that close to my face, but like at an angle, you know, so that so that it can uh, like a T stand, I think is what it's called. All right, this is both this deal. is both hilarious and absolutely something I expected you to own. This is perfect. Uh-huh, for like sure. Yeah. Um and what I didn't realize, you know, when I got up and I grabbed my watch and my phone and then I unhooked the iPad just to put it in the other room. Actually, I took it with me in case I was going to be waiting in a really long line and I could, you know, do something on it, but I didn't. Um, apparently, when I set it back down on the nightstand, I didn't realize it, but one of the legs was on top of the button for our, we have an adjustable head and, and feet on our bed. So we can prop our feet up if we need to, or prop our head up and, you know, sit up and read or whatever. Yeah. But Tina can't sleep with the with the bed raised up, the headboard, and unfortunately, or the the head of the bed raised up, and it's like, God, that'd be so much more comfortable for me when I'm watching something before bed, like oh. I shouldn't do. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> right, but you you know, once in a while you fall back. Once in a while. Yeah. So I accidentally put the thing on the button for the feet, and then I you know basically had my coat on, and I headed out the door, and I had my earpod AirPods in too because I was listening to uh, music, and I didn't hear Tina saying, Brian. Brian, Brian, or more like Brian, Brian, um, because apparently it was like slowly raising her feet up, and oh <laughs> she no, couldn't, she couldn't like turn to get over to where the remote was until it finally stopped. And it was <laughs> this is an amazing uh, movie scene sounding thing. Yes, exactly. Like you would have folded her up like a taco if uh, I hadn't, if she hadn't gotten out of there in time. But wow. yeah, it's basically like, and she's like trying to turn and get her body twisted to where she can get over to my side of the bed and turn on <laughs> and hit the remote. And the, but the fact that it's like bending her feet up, she can't get leverage to turn and, and <laughs> oh move Oh my over. gosh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, if she's listening, so, Tina, anyway. uh, I'm glad you got out of that. That sounds like it would have been. She got out of it. She got out of it alive. So that's the important thing. Would have so. been a real, uh, real scene there had, yeah, uh, had yeah. things not gone your way. Uh, well, good. Well, I'm glad uh, uh, that uh, that worked out for everybody involved. <laughs> it worked out very well, yes. We are going to uh, turn our attention to Brian Dunaway for a moment. Yeah. Uh, not because he's, you know, rigorously handsome or any of that. It's, well, uh, but no. it doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't hurt. You it know, doesn't hurt anything. It ups our listener count with his uh, sexy, sexy voice. Yeah, it's like having Varney voice. It's like having our own little supermodel runway model uh, on right, the show. Yeah. It's very exciting. Join us now in welcoming Brian Dunaway to the program. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, What's going on, man? How are you guys doing on this Monday morning? Oh, the you first know, Monday. Of December, what? it was a weird morning. Actually, if I'm honest, I, the dogs were weird. The weather's weird. Um, there's just a lot going on. <laughs> I don't know. Today kind of today didn't start great. I woke up today going, "Oh my gosh, how am I going to get all this shit done?" And then the show chills me out. I get on here and I just kind of go, uh, "Oh, dude, yeah. if, yeah. if you're if you're a, a maker or a podcaster or, or do anything like that where you're creating content or creating items, the first week in December is." freaking insane because you got to plan all of your holiday stuff off time as well as fulfill any product yeah it's bad (laughs) so true i got to ship a bunch of stuff our store we had a little we had a quite the sale for black friday and now we got to ship all those things it's just a lot going on i want to get it all out on time it's a wonderful time of the year but it's it's tough i got gifts for uh, all of you guys all my friends and co-hosts that need to get their ass they need to get their ass out the door so they're there before christmas all these sort of things you know 
And then the dog right. barks. So the dog, um, the dog I got you did... something, too. Oh, good. Yeah, sure you did. You don't ever I need to you. send me anything. It's totally not going to be exactly the thing that you sent me, the thing that I send you. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. No one needs to ever send mm-hmm. me anything. But the point is, like, oh. all of that, and then the dog ralphed in the living room. So mm. it's like, hey... I got the most basic human need to get rid of dog barf as well as ship a bunch of packages. So, anyway. Oh, no. Can why I? is there? Why did I put some prints on the floor? What did I do? Oh, no. With the dog oh, bar- yeah. I don't want those two worlds to collide. Oh, my gosh. That'd be bad. Hey, can, can I tell you about my pet peeve about this time of year? Do it. Sure. You, Scott just said something that uh, annoys the crap out of me. You, you don't have to send me anything. And the reason why is because... As you get older, the special part of Christmas is the giving. And when someone says, eh, don't bother sending me nothing, I'm like, stop stealing my joy. You can have whatever joy you want. Look, I'm just saying I don't need anything. That's all I'm saying. Well, of course you don't need anything. Christmas is not about giving you the things you need. That's what tax season is about. I know. I'm just saying. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a... I hate the pressure of it on other people. I don't mind it on me. I just don't want anyone else to feel pressure about it. Do you, do you know why you don't mind it on you? It's why? because it's part of the Christmas. Uh, as, as a capitalist, it's part of the Christmas spirit. Yeah, the Christmas spirit. Wayne, I, th- I was told there was a war on Christmas. What are you talking about? What is this about? That's, I don't understand. That's just uh, that's just, you just you were talking about earlier about the woke movement. That's just another b- buzzword. Political catchphrases. No yep. Political catchphrases need to die. Honestly, we should do a whole list on the show and then burn them <laughs> in effigy. Should. Yeah, I'd love we to do should. that. I remember we had our hate word that we didn't like every day like you know uh Oh yeah, uh, synergy and moist and stuff like Ooh, that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. you don't like synergy? Uh, no. That's not great. I don't like synergy. No. Are you saying you like the word synergy? Sh- yeah, I got it on my shirt right now. Shut Pure up. synergy. Shut up. <laughs> Pure synergy. Oh, man. Is that is that a shirt from the uh, Misinformation Society? <laughs> it, it is. It is. Nailed it. <laughs> I was just thinking about those guys the other day. That's too funny. You brought them up. I was in the mood. I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to that album. Got all those Star Trek people in it. Anyway. They really want to know what you're thinking. That's true. Uh, uh, I want to know. Here's what I want to know. How's this contest today going to work out? And who's going to win prizes, damn it? Oh, gosh. You know, I actually have an explanation. Let me get to it. Welcome to the Morning Half-Asses, a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving Scott and Brian the answers. I've got a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct, and three of them are bunko. Depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, you get zero points for that round. Guess one, get it right, and you get a point. Guess two, get two right, and you get three points. Get three right, and you get five points total. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant, and I've pulled contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Mm -hmm. Scott, you're going to be playing for Mike Pacholik in Ontario, California. Playing home home of the... Playing uh, for... The old, the old uh, podcast. Uh, That's about the only thing in Ontario, California. Yeah. Yes, the, yeah. that in the Inland Valley Daily Bulletin newspaper. Sure, which I went to many times. Uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Sean Allred in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, oh I very know nice, Sean close very home. Nice yes, close I'm in Charlotte all the time. Yeah, yeah. A, mm-hmm. uh, a fellow podcaster, a fellow uh, an ANTP contestant, mm-hmm. a one of many Shans that we had in the most recent season. What's funny? That, all the Allred names really famous around here. Uh, it's a big. Um, like they've been arrested a million times, but they're they're, they're like a big polygamist <laughs> family. Oh and, gosh, uh, really? Yeah, and my brother-in-law Ken, his name, his last name is Allred, 
and he's not polygamist, but he's he's from <laughs> he's from this family line somewhere. He's connected somewhere way back. And uh, when I talk to him, I refer to him as because there was this whole thing about the leader of that group got killed in a standoff with police or something years ago. It's an old story, but I always call him slain polygamist leader Ken Allred. I do it all the time. <laughs> and so now we can say slain polygamist leader Sean Allred. Boom. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm sure he oh. loved that. Well, yeah, hopefully yeah. he wins these prizes. Yeah. Uh, let's get to your categories. The first one, we're going to go to sports because I know how much you guys love sports. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Question number one, what are the tournaments in tennis's Grand Slam? So, you know, you've got tennis's oh. Grand Slam. It's made up of a bunch of different uh, tournaments. I want to know right. three of them. Uh, your choices are the it's Canadian eggs and Open. Bacon. that's right the canadian open the u.s open the atp finals the australian open the french open and the winchester um the winchester that one replaced the frank they used to have (laughs) that's right exactly and it does not perspire no never perspires all right i think i know i've gone with three because i'm feeling bold oh you're going three yeah bold but i'm gonna go with three too i feel bold Bold. you go three i go three bold moves on both of you Uh uh-huh uh guess what this must have been too easy because both of you got it right yeah the u.s open the australian open and the french open uh what's the winchester is the winchester real or do you make that up yeah, no, that's a, that is another tournament, but it's not a um, it's not oh. part of the Grand Slam. I thought that the was going to play on our... play tennis. Even is that? Oh, sure they do. <laughs> sure they do. Canadians don't they? Oh, is Winchester? Oh, the Winchester Dog Show. No, that's the. Is that the Winchester Dog Show? Well, I thought maybe you meant what? Uh, uh, oh shoot, what's the W tennis thing in Britain? Uh, the the. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Wimbledon is Wimbledon. The, Wimbledon yeah, is I the, thought maybe that was just a mystery. Yeah, the Westminster Dog Show is that one. That's not the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Winchester. That's that's when everybody's ugly at the at the tournament. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when I saw that, I thought, oh, he's trying to make me think Wimbledon, but really, it's just to throw me off. Well, I but, could have put Wimbledon in there, and and you might oh, have said that. That's true. Point. Very good point. Good what's point. the What's the All ATP right. finals? What's that? Is that real? Know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not even going to pretend that I know that. Annual, just because of the way these questions are usually players. written, that these are actual other real tournaments. They're just not part of the um, oh. Grand Slam. But well, I I'll bet you a- ATP is America's Top Podcaster Finals. That's what that Oh, is. that's right. Oh, Except not the, just the current top podcaster. Yeah. There's no, uh, exactly. Yeah. But they're playing pickleball. They're not playing tennis. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the a- ATP Finals are... Uh, it's the season-ending championship of the ATP Tour. It takes place in Turin, Italy. <laughs> that says nothing. You just <laughs> said nothing. I could have guessed that. <laughs> uh, features the top eight singles players and top eight doubles teams based on the results throughout the season. So huh. it is a, uh, but All I don't right. know what the ATP stands for. Advanced testicle. Tennis people. Parts. Tennis people. There you go. Tennis yes. People. Advanced tennis people. <laughs> Advanced tennis people. Because that's really what you'd have to be to play in those. That's All right. Awesome. Let's get to question number two. And uh, I think for this one, we'll do music because I like music. music. Yeah, um, what uh, name the songs in this list that contain the word Beelzebub? Uh, you have your choices of Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Ooh. Oyster Cult, Bohemian Rhapsody well, by Queen, You're the Top by Cole Porter, Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones, Full Circle Damn. by the Birds, and Kite by Kate Bush. I only know one for sure. and I think Exactly. I and kind of that one's another. easy, right? Yeah, that one's easy. That's a gimme, but... The other one, I'm not sure, so I'm going to just choose two. Bump, has the devil put aside for me? For me? For me? 
Uh, I, uh, by the way, I just want to make a note here that we have never been tied up at five before I at know, the beginning I thing. Know. This is crazy. High scoring game already so far. Uh, you guys are both locked in. Brian, you chose Bohemian Rhapsody. Scott, you uh, you took a chance, took a chance, took a chance, chance on uh, chance Kate, on me. Kate Bush, yeah. and your chance paid off. Oh, yeah, kite by Kate oh, Bush. Oh, I almost and did kite. Oh, full circle by the birds. All contain the word Beelzebub. I was hoping one of you would fall for sympathy for the devil, even though you, he lists all the other names for uh, for the devil, yeah. Lucifer, and that Satan one seemed too too much bait. I, too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. couldn't. I do can't. It. I can't see him saying Beelzebub anyway. It's it's kind of a tough one. To- yeah, to pronounce. Yeah, they yeah, can't really rhyme anything, with, especially. Uh, yeah, no. with, all right, well, you guys are doing great. Six to Make eight. You, Scott. Yeah. Come down to this one right here, and uh, we got movies. Movies. Oh, I like movies. Movies. Words surprisingly movies. never mentioned in these movies. So, uh, which of these movies do not have that word mentioned in them? Mafia in The Godfather, Zombie in Night of the Living Dead, Christmas in It's a Wonderful Life, Superhero in The Incredibles, Nazi in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Beatles in A Hard Day's Night. Three of these correct, eh? Hmm. Three of them are correct. Three of them are incorrect. Three of these answers are doing their own thing. In other words, three of these have that word mentioned in the movie. Three of them do not. And we want the ones that you want the ones never that do. do not. Okay, correct. Let's make sure I got that. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about these. I'm going three. Wow! Oh wow! Oh. Wow! I'm feeling I'm look. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling emboldened to, by my early performance. Two. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Ex- I don't know why. I just feel the. I feel the fire. I'm oh, why did I do that? You're only doing one. one? Oh, you you automatically can't do one. I know. I actually I must have freaking unclicked it. What the crap? I, I can't unlock I it for Mafia. You. Oh man! Oh, you unpicked what the mafia. crap? You should have kept it because Mafia is not mentioned in The Godfather. Damn it! Zombie Man, is not mentioned in Night of the Living Dead. You both got that one right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and no Beatles is not mentioned in It's a Hard Day's Night. I almost Apparently, chose that one. Indiana Jones does <sighs> say Nazi at some point. Someone says Oh, yeah, he point. definitely says Nazi. When, though? He says Nazis, yeah. In, in Lost oh, Ark. Oh, he says it. In Lost Ark, I don't Ark. remember. I remember him saying Ark, it in yeah. the third in one. In the third movie, he says Nazis. I hate these guys. Yeah. No, no, he says it He says it in Lost Ark. Does he? Shit. Hmm. Well, I hate him, too. Oh. Nazi stuff. Well, that's okay. You end up winning because I end up clicking. I must have hit my space bar or something because I was hovered over top of it. Yeah, but look how close it was. Eight to seven? Oh, my gosh. I know. And if Brian would have kept Mafia, he would have won. And, of course, (sighs) Christmas is sending its own wonderful life. He runs down Main Street going, Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls Savings Alone. Merry (laughs) Christmas, Bedford Falls Movie Theater. (laughs) Yeah, that one one was obvious to me. Superhero and Incredibles, I thought, maybe they just said hero. Uh, he says, uh, "Doesn't uh, Samuel Jackson? Where's my superhero suit?" Yeah, he Doesn't did. He say that, or he is, did. Uh, no? You're totally right. Like that would have that. That's why I hesitated. Does he I say, just, "Where's my super suit?" He says, "Where's my where's super my suit?" But they definitely suit. mentioned superheroes. Yeah, the but kids who say it. Who does suit. though? Syndrome says, "If Syndrome everyone's super, it, nobody's yeah. super." So he just says, "Super." Mm. Um, heroes don't wear capes. I've heard. That, yeah, but that doesn't have super Edna in Mode it. Says that a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say it. the bad guy says, uh, "Where's the line?" Um, That's sy- syndrome. Oh, what's a stupid name? Syndrome. syndrome yeah, yeah. Um, he says, "When everyone's super, no one's super." That's his big thing. Well, apparently, Elastigirl says, "Superhero says uh, Serenex." Oh, okay. 
Probably talking to her kids about why it's okay. And eh, Probably. Whatever. Yes, exactly. Well, in any case, Scott, congratulations. You won. Good job, Scott. So, I did it by so a single Mike point. Pichelic. Woo. How can you? Whoop, point. Wrong one. Congratulations. You're, You're the winner. winner. That's right. Congratulations on that. You're going to get this stuff. Brian will now reiterate, and uh, you just got to send him. No, you you have his contact. I never told you what, you, what these people won. So, uh, Mike, you won a copy of Army Men RTS, real-time uh, strategy. Uh, as well as a copy of Railroad Tycoon 3. Mm. But, oh. Sean Allred, you want a copy of Railroad Tycoon 2 Platinum. So, I don't know. What's better, 2 Platinum or just boring old 3? Well, mm, that's who knows? A, maybe they're close to each other given the, the disparity. I think so, there. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't want to give both Railroad Tycoons to the same person, though. I thought that would be kind of. I've good. only played Here's three. There's a whole bunch of Railroad They're a very good game. The three was very yeah. good. I assume two is also very good. I have to assume. So. I would assume so too. Yeah, you want to make your own uh, rail railroad uh, thing? Uh, good news, we're sending you both that. <laughs> both of you can create your own railroad thing. <clears throat> That's right. Today. Brian's got your contact data, so he will send you those directly. Uh, Brian Dunaway, you and I tomorrow night are going to sit down and have a Christmas month discussion about old video games, and in this particular mm-hmm. case, we're going to be. Oh, go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead. Drop it. Oh, I was just going to say we're going to talk about the Dragon Warrior. Yeah, well, Dragon, yes, yeah, Dragon Quest. For those in America, you know it is Dragon Quest series. Uh, the rest of the world knew it as well. I, I guess the first thing was Dragon Warrior here, though, right? That's yeah, a- Dragon Warrior for yeah. in America. It was released in America as Dragon Warrior, the first four because of uh, I think the first four. Uh, because there was already a property called Dragon Quest. Yeah, it's US. weird. It's weird how that all went down because now it is Dragon Quest and it's still a very popular series. Eleven's an amazing modern game, but. We're going to talk about that early uh, early NES stuff and uh, the impact. One, two, four. Yeah. So back to some JRPG goodness for those of you who have missed it on Play Retro tomorrow night, 3.30 Mountain Time, right here at frogpants.tv. If you want to get the podcast early, uh, head on over to frogpants.com slash play retro. Brian Dunaway, is there anything else you'd like to share with us today? I can't. Bye. All right. <laughs> did He did that one? Or did I did that one. I wanted revenge. Nice. You I got it. My you vengeance well vengeance was mine this this day. All right. Uh, what time is it? Oh, we got time for a quick news story. Let's do this. Cool. Uh, where the hell is it? Right here. Let's do a little bit of news brought to you by Two Chair Mall Lady. Uh, so there's a lady that was in the mall, and she wasn't particularly large. Uh-huh. She was kind of average, okay. a middle-aged lady in the food court. As I'm walking past, and I could not help but notice, she's sitting on two chairs, and she's with people. She's not saving anything. She's just uh-huh. got two chairs under her bum, and I don't have a good explanation for why. She wasn't... She's plenty... She could have easily fit in one chair is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Maybe hemorrhoids. Maybe she didn't want... Uh, uh, maybe she needed that space between the two chairs for uh, some sort of... Uh, Oh, to air out the hemorrhoids. That's good. <laughs> to air them out. Yes. <laughs> or whatever you do with I don't know. You just you want them yeah, to be. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. Yeah, that uh, was really weird. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I kept looking back at her thinking maybe she's going to move. She she never did. She just two chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Check this out. This is pretty gnarly uh, for a person who's bar certified. An Ohio lawyer uh, is accused of tossing a poop-filled Pringles can into a parking lot of Victims Advocacy Center, uh, this place in this parking lot. Now, I'm. Don't I understand you that you can't stoop. I, <laughs> I understand that people have beefs with people, and sure, they want to express themselves. I just would never think of getting a Pringles can 
<laughs> and filling that thing with freaking feces. That's a, uh, you know what, though? That's an interesting technique because it feels like you could, it'd be a lot easier to fill a Pringles can than like a Ziploc bag or something. Yeah, right? I would like think so, could, too. Uh, right. Yeah. And you could, yes, that's a really good point. It's it's that, that metal, you know, it's a more contained, right, you've got perhaps. A, a stiff thing that you can... Uh, this is just I'm just handing this to Claire, aren't I? Yeah. Good thing, good thing uh, we don't have the you know the the um, TMS mashups anymore. Yeah, Jamie to to isolate these things, but yeah. basically you've got a a solid tube that you can hold on to to poop into, as opposed to like you know <laughs> holding a bag open. Yeah, because I should mention this is his feces. This guy, he didn't. Oh take, right, yeah. Actually, we didn't. Uh, right. Yeah, he didn't go clarify. get a dog and do that, that which would have be been that would be much easier. Right? I agree. That's yeah. and plus it's a free. It's everywhere. People don't bag up their stuff anymore. It's all over the place. But no, he wanted yeah. to use his own. He put it in this potato chip can and then tossed it into this place. It's called the um, parking lot of the Haven of Hope Victims Advocacy Center oh. in Cambridge, Ohio. He did this uh, just last month, uh, November twenty. Oh no, it was in twenty twenty one. Um, but they just registered the complaint like last yeah. week. That's weird. Anyway, uh, the executive director of the center, Michelle Wilkinson Carpenter, saw uh, Blake Slee, this is the lawyer, throw the can from his vehicle into the parking lot, uh, and it landed close to her car. Uh, she then sped, or sorry, then the car sped off into the Guernsey County Common Pleas Courthouse to attend a pre-trial hearing for a murder <laughs> defendant he was representing. So he's like, all right, I'm going to throw my tube of poo, and then I'm going to go be a lawyer. I'm going to go be a lawyer, like, you know, right one right after the other. Uh, That's just yeah, heinous. That is Okay, so we're talking about the benefits of doing that, but the drawback to throwing the Pringles can is that there's probably a 70, 75% chance that that can is not going to open when it lands. Good like point. It, yeah. it might just stay a sealed can of poop. Yeah, you'd have to have either greater distance or higher force or to guarantee or it would pop. The, or put the lid on precariously or leave the lid off. But then you worry about, you know, about stuff falling off as you throw it. You got to really oh, throw good it correctly. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. He pleads guilty to disorderly conduct and littering. Both of these things are misdemeanors. <laughs> littering. Littering. <laughs> in connection with the incident, according to ethics complaint, he paid a fine and court costs. Now, fine, that's all good. Whatever, those are the laws. That's the fulfillment of the process. I get it. How is he still practicing law? I, th- right. I still think you should have a guy who throws poo in a can no. doing no. anything. You know, Your Honor, may I bring up uh, exhibit number two, please? Yeah, exhibit number two. Uh, Your Honor, I had to drop a couple of kids off to the pool in a can no, doesn't work <laughs> but i don't understand how you remain yeah. on the bar after this right. yeah no I, I well and he doesn't we don't know if he did he he left you know, he threw it and then went to go be a lawyer at this other thing but that doesn't mean that once he got caught that he got to keep his lawyering privileges well and they don't say you're right they don't actually get into it but maybe yeah, they may. didn't. I mean, Dice Tomato's like, well, lawyers can break laws too. That's not what <laughs> Dice Tomato. <laughs> if they break certain laws, they're out. <laughs> That's how That's it works. Right. So if they murder a person, they don't go. Well, I'm just I killed this guy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the process and do the court thing. But then I'm gonna go represent some more clients. You can't do that. Have you been injured in an accident? Get Jack Allen Blakesley. He'll fight for you, and if he loses, he'll still throw poop at the. <laughs> That's right. At the, uh, the at the car of your accuser, and he'll do his own poop. 
He'll make his own. That's right. It'll be his own. He puts his own poop on the line for you. Yeah. Do you hear us, Pee Poo? That's what he's doing. That's right. Uh, Except just the poo, not the pee. Dice Tomato saying, murder is a bit stronger than poo flinging. I agree, but uh, are are you honestly arguing that that guy's fit to represent people and or prosecute people under the law after he does I, a thing like that? I don't think he is. Listen, I, you know, there is a certain uh, type of person out there who maybe isn't just happy getting a settlement from a case, maybe also wants some poop flung at the, uh, at the plaintiff. Oh, you're not wrong, I guess. So you know he might there might be there might be a certain certain sector by which he will still continue to practice law because of this as opposed to in spite of it. I just wonder what the line is. If that's not the line, what is it? Like is it? Yeah, uh, right. Exactly. If you hit well, the lady, yeah. if you uh, did this we more than the entire once. season, better call Saul and uh, <laughs> we can see some things that uh, would get somebody disbarred. That's true. Except he always gets around it. Yeah. I don't know. I this feel like I also don't know enough about the story. Maybe they did. Maybe he isn't practicing now. I don't know. They don't say. Elsie uh, Knight says, any conviction for a felony is an almost automatic disbarment, but misdemeanors are often not a major offense. So, but, but just now the littering he's gonna, and disorderly conduct is not... But uh, now, what what happens now? It's like, does he... He, he is now known as the poop, poop can throw in lawyer. So... Yeah. Yeah. I... I mean, I guess you don't have to get disbarred for that, but you're not going to get a lot of business now, probably. I don't know. Maybe you are. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the world. It's all left up. The state of Florida versus Pringles. He'll get that case for sure. (laughs) I'd like to call the Pringles guy to the stand, a guy in a mustache. Pringles poop lawyer, yes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Stephen Schleicher will join us. we got a little major spoilers to discuss. Uh, none of it will truly be spoilers, but you get the idea. Mm, no. uh, so that's coming up right after this break. Brian brought music. Would you please describe said music? Yeah, so this is uh, Astrus, and it's even spelled with an asterisk at the end. Astrus, A-S-T-R-U-S. He is a uh, rising hip-hop artist, and this is his brand new single called Is It Worth It? Um, he's uh, um, touring with Call Me Charisma, and uh, um, before you think, oh, you know, I'm not a big fan of um, hip-hop. Uh, this is more like that, that 21 pilots kind of hip hop where oh. it's not, you know, full into Dre or, you know, uh, Snoop kind of level, sure. but more like the, like white guy, uh, white, white angsty boy <laughs> hip hop. Yeah. yeah okay. kind of, yeah. All right. Yeah. Not quite Eminem, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, my mom left the thing off my Capri son. So I couldn't drink it at school and I got laughed at by everyone. That's right. Okay. Mom spaghetti. Yeah. Boo. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, so anyway, this is the brand new single from Asterisk called, is it worth it? All right, here it is. We'll be back in a moment. Stay tuned. Oh my God, Polly. So tell me if it's worth it.
You guys, premium audio products are my favorite things in the world. But what's even better are ones that I don't have to pay through the nose for. And look, we're coming up on the holidays. Happiest season, right? Am I right? Well, let's be real. Between the hectic holiday schedules we all have, stressing over what, you know, family recipe to get just right, that sort of thing, or dealing with that weird uncle around the table. Well, the last thing you want to do is worry about finding a gift for everybody on your list. So in the spirit of giving, I'm sharing my go-to gift idea for you. That's premium auto audio products from Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N. They have a special offer going right now. Uh, if a TMS listener goes to buyraycon.com slash morning stream, you'll get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY and free shipping. They're wireless earbuds, headphones, speakers, all this stuff offering premium audio sound, uh, useful features, and uh, perfect fits as far as I'm concerned, like the, ear, like the in-ear stuff. Oh, man, my everyday earbuds fit me so well. And up to 54 hours of battery life, which is insane. That's so great. Anyone uh, you gift, these two are going to be able to use them right away. You know, whether they're going to use the speaker to start a party in the living room or maybe they're going to, you know, escape the party altogether by putting some earbuds in and getting some much needed Zen time. Well, as the person giving those gifts, you got to love that they start at half the price of other premium audio brands. Plus, they make it easy to the holiday gift guide for everybody in your life. Feel free to, you know, talk about who wants these the most is your mom reading uh books doing them by audio perfect you got a fitness lover in the family maybe a gamer well they got some over the ear uh headphones that might be great for them anyway for the next month uh this month of december raycom will have a countdown to christmas with a new pop-up flash deal for you to take advantage every single day and you can find raycon in stores now i don't know if you knew that like kohl's walmart Let me tell you this. Right now, you are going to get the best deal by using our special link, buyraycon.com slash morningstream. And the Raycon website also offers buy now, pay later options. So that's pretty cool. I love them. There's too many things to say about them. But my everyday earbuds are my favorite things in the world. I love them. I never have to worry about battery life. They fit perfectly. They sound amazing. Um, I like the awareness mode so I can, you know, hear what's going on around me if I need to, if I'm outside or on my bike or something. You're going to love them, too. And right now, if you go to buyraycon.com slash morningstream, you get 15% off site-wide with the code HOLIDAY plus free shipping. That's hard to beat. That code is HOLIDAY at buyraycon.com slash morningstream for 15% off your Raycon purchase. One more time, buyraycon.com slash morningstream. Do it quick. Do it today. I'm a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives even after I'm shoveled into my grave. I will show you Monster Zero. The Morning Stream Swashbuckler. And we're back, everybody. Uh, who is that again? That rap yeah, sort of that rap is a song? Uh, brand new artist named Astrus, A-S-T-R-U-S, a uh, brand new single called Is It Worth It? Nice. I'm going to say it is. Yeah, I think it is worth it. You know? It is. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to make yeah. any rash judgments here. You know, I haven't he's, heard he's probably uh, very happy, uh, so I think it's worth it yeah, for I, his song. I, I tend to agree. All right, you guys, strap in for this. Steven Schleicher. 
Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> ah, that laugh belongs to the guy who just joined us via Skype. Uh, no, this isn't Skype. Discord is what we use now. Hey, it doesn't matter because Hayes, Kansas' own uh, major spoiler zone. Stephen Schleicher joining us. Hi, Stephen. Oh, I don't hear him. Stephen? Muted. Hello, Scott. Hello. Oh, there he is. You're not muted Hello. now. Hi. Uh-oh. How the heck are How the heck are you? Uh oh, not muted. No, no, we I'm hear you now. Oh, he might be on apparently. lag. Yeah, maybe it's just lag. Let's see. Oh, when, okay. When the last time. <laughs> So, yep. so if I say okay, so Stephen, I'll say hello, and then how quick did you hear me say hello? Something is wrong, as always. Let me just do this. He might be getting the stream sound. That might be what's going oh, on. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because that's about that delay. It's about yeah, it five seconds be. or something. Uh-huh. That's what it sounds like to me. But I'm sure he will resolve this uh, because he's a he's a he's a resourceful man. Yes. Uh, yes. He knows how to make it, you know, to, work it. Uh, hold them. Hold them. He knows how to hold them. Yeah. How's that? Is oh, that hi. Hello. Can you, you hear us? us? Hello? Say hello after I say the word hello. Ready? Hello. Hello. Oh. That's not bad. That's it's not better. bad. Which hello was it, though? Now, I'm, now I don't know which hello he said hello to. Hello. <laughs> me you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you're good now. Steven, how are you? Let's try it. Uh, remember last week when I said, "Hey, I'm going to find out in three days if I'm sick or not." Guess who got sick? And no, then is oh, now no. better. Oh, you are the whole arc of oh, being so you, sick and getting better. So you had it. Days. You had it, and you're better already. Oh yeah. Oh well, you do sound good. Did, what did you yeah. have? Just like the the, Just the, the cold flu or something? The flu? I don't know. Some kind of cold. You know yeah, what okay. I did is I stayed hydrated. Oh, oh that'll that do helps. it for you. That totally helps. Oh man, I almost talked about it. Did you do a COVID him. test or anything just to make sure? <laughs> no, no, okay. I was at home all weekend. So. Yeah, yeah. So, I uh, <laughs> So what is it, man? <laughs> when you said stay hydrated, I almost hung up on you because I have like muscle memory <laughs> for that. Uh, well, anyway, it's good. I'm glad you're better. I'm glad that, that that's a thing. I'm still the stupid cough won't leave me. Although I will say, so um, here's a COVID update for you. My my COVID uh, deal in the middle of November uh-huh. took until. Pretty much film sack was the first time I stopped feeling like levels of fatigue. Yeah, I was going to say, and you sounded great. No hacking and coughing. Maybe a little bit. But, a little bit, um, yeah. Usually only when I laugh. If I laugh, I cough. Yeah. I can't help it. That'll probably stay for six months. But but the, um, uh, so no, the fun, no funny is, business, you guys. No, no, nothing funny or else I'm going to cough. Yeah, um, yeah, but, you know, okay. the, uh, the, the, the fatigue part, which sucked royal eggs, uh, finally <laughs> yeah. lifted some. I'm not going nuts or anything and like running marathons but uh it does feel better to not be so damn tired all the time good anyway uh well steven it's good to have you here we're gonna dive right into some stuff that's going on in the world of pop culture comics and more for example indiana jones has a title it's still taking me a minute or two to get used to it because it sounds like the soap of destiny but it's the dial of destiny right <laughs> and that's all i think of is dial soap for who right. knows why did we lose Steven? Is he still here? I think we lost him. Oh, well, he's not responding. Maybe some connection issues, I think. Hmm. I'm looking at our connection. We are solid as a We're rock. We're full green, full green bars. Yep. He just went full gray. So that means. Yeah. Let me let me ring him again. Ring. One ring While we're ringing for him, I I'm uh, I feel I feel like just in the. Oh, he's ba- is he back? Steven, are you back? Hello. I'm just I'm just also problems today that's all right you got some connection stuff. <laughs> it's all right. all right maybe your internet has a cold i don't know 
Ah, that's probably it. It probably has a virus. Yeah, oh, go virus. Yeah, sure. when you're done here, go hydrate your router or something. I <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will do that. I will. I will submerge that thing. Yeah, yeah. why not? Uh, anyway, uh, Dial of Destiny. Yeah, how you yeah. feel about how you feel about that title? Um, seeing how we don't know much about it, it uh, you know it leaves a lot of mystery uh, with it. Some of the imagery that we saw in the trailer does kind of look a little Greekish, so maybe we're looking at uh, what is that that uh, Antikytheria mechanism, the um, the dial that they found in the bottom of the ocean. They still don't know what that is. Oh, uh, right. like that. something new for me to three D print, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. really cool for you to do that. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Mads Mikkelsen, who plays the bad guy in it, said that uh, his character is a man who would like to correct some of the mistakes of the past. There is something that could make the world a much better place to live in. He would love to get his hands on it. Indiana Jones wants to get his hands on it as well. And so we have a story. Okay. Is this a time travel? I'm is a little a worried about that because episode? they're also talking about Harrison Ford de-aging technology. So they're going to yeah, do a bunch about of about that last week. And if you yeah. saw in the trailer, they do have a couple of shots of him de-aged. Yeah. Looking young. And so yeah. I, I'm worried now. Okay. Like that worries me. I don't mind. Well, uh, Brian, you're a critic of bad time travel movie tropes. I am. Yeah. Um, What do you think? I'm thinking that we're seeing flashbacks. I'm thinking we're not seeing time travel. Oh, I hope you're right. I really hope unless we are. I know, I know, but uh, but no. If you time travel, you don't. Oh, I guess it could be Mads that time travels, right? So then we get uh, same age Mads in the time of young Indiana Jones. Maybe. Could be, or maybe Indiana Jones needs to go back and correct the mistakes he made with Short Round all those years ago. <laughs> or the mistakes he made with the Crystal Skull. Let's just make yeah, that whole totally. movie disappear. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go near that damn atomic bomb refrigerator thing. Yeah, somebody. It was a Veronica. Somebody asked, "Is he gonna get caught in a?" Uh, what did you, she said, "It's like some other appliance this time, or something like that." Like yeah. I, I've, I worry a little bit that the wounds of of Crystal Skull are fresh still for a lot of they us. They run deep. Yeah, um, yeah but a nice big scar for a lot of people. There. I will admit, though, they kind of got me with the tone of this trailer. It got yeah. me excited. So. It feels like the third Indiana Jones movie from it. And and look, I'm more excited about Phoebe Waller Bridge yeah, and, like great. you said, Mads Mikkelsen than I ever was about Shia LaBeouf and uh, and Karen Allen for sure. the last one. So, sure, I sure, I agree. I also I like James Mangold Paula, as a director. He Sala. makes. Yeah, Mangold oh. makes amazing um, uh, movies. He made right. Logan, one of my favorite movies ever. Um, I right. like James Mangold. Yeah. I think he's the guy that you would want to give the keys to here. And I think he, you know, he's talked a lot about using a lot of practical effects, which I, I respect, even though this de-aging stuff is the opposite of that. Um, I like Mangold. So for, for yeah. me, this is a in, in Mangold I trust kind of issue. And yeah. um, we'll yeah. see how he pulls it off. I don't know. What's the, uh, what's the no. release date? Is it summer? It's this summer is when it uh, comes out. I want to say there's three trailers that released on Friday and they all, I think, are June and July are when these movies come out. Mm. I think so, uh, Guardians uh, might be May, but I might be wrong. I think they are kicking off the this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, they season. kick off the, the season. But yeah, they're like one right after the other. It's yeah. going to be a very exciting summer. You know what I'm excited about? That trailer makes me think are we're you? getting a load of um, uh, rocket origin story which oh I'm, yes the, the the guardians trailer for yeah. sure like we're gonna oh, yeah, see because yeah. the the baddie in that is is the high evolutionary who's responsible for rocket getting torn apart and put back together multiple times like he said in the first movie right so 
Uh, That's a never, never thought like, all right, who's going to be the bad guy? Well, okay, probably Adam Warlock, and we do see a little bit of him, but never would have guessed High Evolutionary as a as an MCU bad guy. But yeah, here we are. It's an interesting choice, um, but I'm excited about that. Uh, now, Stephen, you wrote here: Is anyone excited about Transformers? Basically, Beast Wars. <laughs> the answer is yes. The hundred percent, dude. I'm well, so excited about the, this. I making love- the movies. They keep making the movies, so that's that's good. Well, and yeah. I will say that if you watch the trailer, uh, the CGI, uh, uh, what are they called? The Granimals or whatever the the, the, the Granimals Transformers. <laughs> they they certainly look a heck of a lot better than the uh, animated series years ago. So uh, you know, you're, you got that you're totally right. But here's the okay. So uh, uh, this is my my pitch for why people should be excited about this. All of the Michael Bay stuff kind of sucked. All right. There was moments, but for the most part, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, the best part of the Bay movies, as far as I'm concerned, was that they brought uh, the voice of Optimus Prime back and Peter Cullen got to do his thing again. And I love that. So that to me, that's the crowning achievement of the Michael Bay movies. Mm-hmm. Go back to 2018. The movie Bumblebee, which is still in canon and still in world, is not Bay anymore. He didn't write it or direct it. And that is a legitimately good movie. Stands on its own. It's great. Bumblebee is a great movie. Jump forward. This is the same director, same writers and producers doing this. They get to bring Prime and the and the the Gen One, you know, bots in and everything. But at the same time, they get to dip into this Beast Wars stuff. And man, I could not be peeled away from Beast Wars back in the day. I loved it. <laughs> loved Beast Wars Once so much. You told me about the pedigree about it being the Bumblebee. Uh, director, then it's like, okay. Then it helps, right? Now, it helps. I've, I've moved up to, oh, I'll totally see it when it's on streaming on a service that I already own. Yeah, but it's a, it, it definitely helps Like to know that for a lot of people. For those yeah. who, like this legitimately, if, if I mean, I could be totally wrong and they'll blow it, but this is enough for me to want to see it in the theater. That's how much I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And that's weird for me because I usually don't care. But I actually am really no, no excited Mark about Wal- Wahlberg. Yeah, I, right. that's fine with me. Goodbye. Like, yeah. honestly, <laughs> I see my last Transformer. The last one had what's her name, um, Hawkeye girl. Um, yes, uh, uh, I love her. Kate She's, Bishop. Kate, uh, uh, what's her name? It's Haley. Uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld. There you go. Yeah, she was great in it, and they it was the perfect mix of don't have too much human, have just enough, but then focus on robot mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. This needs to do that. If they can pull it off, I'm telling you, Optimus Primal is a badass. All right, one of the and it's voiced by freaking um, Hellboy. What's his name? Uh, oh, yeah. Ron, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah, perfect for Optimus Primal. Although in the old show Beast Wars, it was voiced by Peter Cullen again. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was kind of hoping he would be able to get double duty. I kind of did too for a hot to second. Do both, but I, both voices. Yeah, I think it'll be fine though. I'm not worried about it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I'm maybe I sound a little overly excited here and I hope I'm not disappointed, but I'm actually really jazzed about that. So we'll see. Well, good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Don't let anyone take that away from you. Thank you yeah. very much. Yes. Um, good news, though, for Blue Beetle fans. We have a release date. Tell us more. What's this about? Oh, Blue Beetle in theaters, August 18th. Now, for people that don't know who a Blue Beetle is or what a Blue Beetle is, uh, there's several (laughs) Blue Beetles that have appeared in the DC Universe over the years. Uh, The one that this one is going to be focusing on is Jaime Reyes, who... a uh, scarab, you know, this uh, thing falls from the sky, a meteorite. He goes and checks it out. It's this scarab that attaches itself to his back, and he becomes infused with this alien technology from this, um, uh, I forget what the name of the race is, I wanted the Kajida or, or whatever. And, oh no, I'm sorry, the Reach is the name of the uh, alien race. And this kid, a young Hispanic kid living in El Paso, has to juggle being 
you know, uh, a normal everyday kid with normal everyday woes and also being a superhero and interacting with that universe. And uh, I've said it before and I'll, I'll say it again. I really think Jaime Reyes, the Blue Beetle is DC's Spider-Man if they do it right. Mm. I was thinking more like a Deadpool for the like an even funnier than Spider-Man kind of level, but maybe maybe I'm. I mean, Blue Beetle's never yeah, been about the comedy, though, writer, right? I guess. He's, yeah, yeah he, so you he, may be thinking of Dan Cord, uh, Blue or Ted Cord, Blue Beetle, um, I, oh, who would you be know more what like I told a, Yeah, he would be more of the Deadpool break the fourth wall, blah ha ha, yes. you know, laughing the entire time. Uh, this kid is just like. Uh, I've got this a giant uh, alien bug infused on my back, and I'm a superhero falling to Earth at 3,000 miles a second. Well, how did I get here? You know, kind of thing. Mm, right. um, and and so I think it's going to be a really a lot of fun. They wrapped production of this a while ago. Uh, we do have to wait until August of next year to see it, and uh, I'm down for it. Uh, I'm I, uh, very excited about this. Is this uh, James, James Gunn? No, no, no hands on for this. This is no, he prior. doesn't have any say on this okay. on, on this one. So this is pre James Gunn. This is I mean, unless they brought thing. him in, knew that he was going to do some replacement and just said, hey, what are your thoughts on this? But as far as script and release date and all that stuff, that was decided before he took over. Well, it is interesting. This era of DCU has the most successful stuff has been the obscure things or less less mainstream things. So like mm-hmm. Shazam, mm-hmm. Shazam was a bigger hit. Than people thought it would be Black Adam. Black yeah. Adam's well, Which, no one people don't like Black Adam, but you know no, what I mean. They don't. don't they made know. money, I but did, yeah. I did see it. I did see Black Adam. Yeah, what'd you think? It was okay. Yours was more the the horrible movie theater experience of like forty five yeah. minutes of trailers before <laughs> Black Adam. Mm. <laughs> that wasn't Black Adam. That wasn't that one. But oh, uh, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with everyone who hates Black Adam, and I also agree with everyone who loves Black Adam, mm. uh, because everybody is right on what they like and dislike about about that movie. Yeah, they're they're correct about it's all of just it. A, a solid a solid C. The when uh, that, uh, it's streaming over at HBO Max. Isn't that soon? Right, this week or next? Black Adam. It's yeah. it's out. It should be out now because it's I got it on rentable. digital this past week. Yeah, definitely rentable. I don't no, think I, it's uh, stream streaming. Though. I bought it outright. I bought it outright on Apple on Apple, so I'm sure that it's available on HBO Max. Here it is, okay. November twenty second. So, okay. so long time. there we go. Yeah. So it looks like it just happened. Um, yeah, uh, but my point is like, you know, Suicide Squad. Well, James Gunn's Suicide Squad was a big hit. So, so I feel right. like the smaller stuff is is in a way going to be the way the DCU digs out of things. In a way, that's what the MCU did because. They, they didn't have access to Spider-Man and X-Men at the time, so what did they do? They dipped down in B-tier. None of us think of them B as B-tier now. Nobody goes, oh, Thor, B-tier. We look at yeah. Thor and go, oh my gosh, A-tier. Well, they made it that way, so DC could do that with Blue Beetle and some of these like lesser-knowns sure. mm-hmm. things. You yeah. know, like uh, Doom Patrol is hugely popular. It's also obscure as shit, you know? Yeah. I kind of yeah. like that. I like that they're doing that. Anyway, uh, I was going to make another... I was going to ask you one other thing about Blue Beetle. What was it? What was it? So I used to listen to the old radio serials because I'm weird like that. Yes. And yes. Um, they were all from like the 40s. Dan, that would be Dan Garrett, Blue Beetle. Yes, Dan Garrett, Blue Beetle. And those are really yeah. fun and old and dumb. Um, but they always reminded me of like alternate Batman. Uh, kind of, yeah. Do you think? Because he's rich, right? And he's got a bunch mm-hmm. of Yep, cool- he's a rich adventurer. So Dan Garrett, rich adventurer, explorer, uh, uncovers the scarab in an Egyptian tomb and does uh, things with it. Yeah, and turns blue and gets to be a Did Ben Garrett, wasn't yeah. he also a Flash as well? Or am I thinking of another Garrett? You're thinking of Jay Garrick with a K at the Garrick, end. Garrick, that's Dan right. Garrett. Okay. 
No, yeah. easy mistake. Actually, that sounds like the same name. Lana right? Lang, yeah, yeah. Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, okay. The only other thing Marvel I wanted to mention: Captain Marvel. <laughs> this isn't in our list today, but I saw some stuff from Jason Momoa where he has asked, reportedly, has asked James Gunn to be Lobo if they make a Lobo movie. Oh wow! That'd be great. Now, if they do that. Great, I'm in. He's perfect for it. 100. Yeah. Matt's your guy, but he's also Aquaman in the same DCU. Right. How do you yeah. how do you reconcile That's that? Okay. You've got, a, you've got uh, I mean, it's not the same universe, but you had uh, um, uh, Johnny Storm and Captain America the same. Yeah, oh, again, yeah, true. not the same universe. I mean, it's like uh, yeah. um, first Superman in the Returns. Uh, uh, there was also the Atom on the. The oh, uh, Felicity Ralph. Show, yeah, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. formerly known as the Arrow uh, Arrow Show, that became the Felicity Show. Yeah, Brandon Ralph, Brandon Ralph, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he. <laughs> uh, I would do. I would love a Lobo movie. Oh my gosh, dude, Lobo's great. Yeah, Lobo's great. When's the last time anybody yeah, read it was Lobo? Like a, like a Wolverine uh, kind of. S- remember, sort of. That's yeah, all I remember from the mouth, loudmouth Harley Rider. Yeah, yeah, badass. Anti-hero, yeah. just cool as hell. I mean, Jason Momoa. If you follow any of his socials and you see him when he's not doing his actor thing and he's just hanging out with his motorcycle friends, you can totally see him as Lobo. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it needs just, to be somebody bulky, right? Couldn't be uh, Daryl from Walking Dead. No, uh, has to be somebody bulkier and uh, got to be a beefy dude because that's yeah. Lobo's that, whole thing is being just yeah. monstrously big. And then who's that spinoff? There's a spinoff character. It's like his daughter or something. I really liked her, but I can't remember her name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget what her name is. Um, Lobo Jr. Amiibo. <laughs> it's probably Lady Lobo or something. Like that. Lady Lobo. I don't remember. Lobo Lass. Lobo it's Lass. Probably Lobo Lass. Oh, yeah. that's so Silver Age. I love it. They should do that. <laughs> Well, anyway, these are all. This is all exciting stuff, and uh, I, as always, I get all my exciting stuff from Majorspoilers.com, as you should at home as well. Um, there's also plenty of content, bunch of content coming out of that place. Stephen, why don't you tell us about some of it? If you are trying to figure out what to read uh, this week in Comicton, uh, tomorrow morning we release all the sneak peeks for comics coming out this week, and I'm sure you're going to find something that will uh, strike your fancy. Nice. I think you you turn me on to a comic that I want to make sure I have here. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I read it because Eight I saw it. Genius. We did that one. Yeah. It's, well, it's one you posted on Twitter and I went, Ooh, that looks like something I'd like. And then I went and got it. And now I don't remember. I have COVID brain on this thing. Cause that's when I read it. Uh, hold on. It was, <laughs> Oh, here it is. Okay. So let's do it by date. Yeah, there we go. Um, was it you that listed? Yeah, uh, do a power bomb. Or did we talk about this already? Oh, yeah, do a, a power bomb is a wrestling uh, comic, right? Yeah, yeah like super. It's got supernatural stuff after the first issue or so, but it's great. Yeah. It's so good. I really like it. The art's fantastic. Yeah. It goes places. I think do a power bomb's awesome, and I've only read the first four issues, but it's quite good. So anyway, little side note there. Stephen's always influencing my comic reading uh, habits. Uh, as a result of him existing. Anyway, Stephen, uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we go? Well, like I said earlier, uh, if you do feel a little down, you're feeling a little sick, make sure you stay hydrated. Oh, that's a great idea. Bye now. (laughs) See you, Stephen. Hey, I want to throw a quick update out there for those of you who uh, listen to the Thursday shows and enjoy Amy's segment. She is uh, headed back into surgery right now for her procedure. Uh, She's feeling mellow. 
uh, according to Chuck, and ready to go. She's, so she's high. <laughs> yeah, he said uh, high in parentheses. Thing. I love that. She, yeah. I love it. You know what? This yeah. is great. If you guys ever have... I, having Chuck as the play-by-play guy for his wife's surgery... <laughs> One right. of the greatest things in the history of the world. Anyway, keep reading. Yeah, Sorry. For sure. And uh, so should the, the whole procedure should take uh, about three hours. The yeeting, the uterus. Yep. He calls it the uterus, <laughs> uh, which is amazing. The uterus because he yeets. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, so uh, he'll keep people posted. If you're if you're in the t- uh, the Discord, you can check out updates there. And uh, we're, we're sending out our cool Tadpool vibes for a... Uh, uh, speedy uh, procedure, no complications, and a quick recovery. So he calls it, let's see, the uterus and ham-hocking the urethra Franklin. Yeah, hammocking of oh, the hammocking. Franklin. Hammocking. I, thought I read it as ham-hocking. That's why I was going to ask. I was like, what does that mean? That's a whole different procedure uh, that they did on Nip-Tuck. <laughs> you don't want to get that happen. You don't want to get ham-hocked? Oh, man. No, no. That was, uh, was uh, Dr. Doom uh, went and ham-hocked people on Nip-Tuck. Oh, I always forget he was Doom. In those yeah. that movie. Oh, it's easy. It's it's good to forget. It's really good to forget. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. We don't see that guy much anymore. Either of those Nip Tuck guys. No, no. Yeah. I wonder if they just they spent all their energy on that and just said that's it. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> Get offers now, and it's like, wait, I can't do a show about plastic surgery that's thirty percent nudity. Forget it. I'm yeah, out. forget it. I don't want anything to do with your dumb show. They say. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations on successful surgery, and I hope she remains high as long as she needs to be. All right? That's what we hope. Thank you, yeah. Chuck, for the update. Uh, quick text from a listener. I'm going to play this real fast. This came to us at 801 It says, hi, Scott and Brian. If you had to eat a famous person, who would you choose? Or who would you chose? Who would you chose? Uh, on, and high was spelled H-Y. I don't know. Maybe take your time there, comrade. Oh, okay. Like, Mr. I'm a great speller. And, uh, let me, let's, let me scroll up. Well, I can definitely spell high. I can tell you that. Anyway. You can spell high. Yeah. Uh, conrad D asked this uh, question. Who do you want to eat, Brian? Paul Hollywood. Oh, my gosh. Uh, imagine, because he's, he's got a, uh, a sweet, creamy center. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just the right amount of fat to have some good marbling, mm. but not be overly fatty. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, you're, the outside would be savory and the inside would be sweet. Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, you got, you got the meal and dessert. I'm going to go with uh, um, Ronda Rousey. <laughs> wow you don't think her meat would be really tough and i chewy, think it like would really... be well that's a good question i feel like it's just really good healthy meat you know like lean quality well sure it'd be but, very lean yeah but you're right though if i want like a if i want something i don't know and yes i would stay away from the soggy bottom i think that's a given with paul hollywood oh, no always avoid that don't yeah. get this or his sponge or whatever yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Conrad D., that's a weird thing to ask, but thanks. I hope you're not an actual uh, cannibal. It's ironic, though. I watched a movie about cannibals over the weekend. and I'm I, watched st- a, I watched a 10-episode series about a cannibal that could have easily been four episodes, I think. Oh, I know what you're talking Dahmer. about. Dahmer. Like yeah. actual- You've already recommended it, so I'm not, there's no, I'm not saving it for a recommendal because I'd recommend it, but with some, some, uh, some caveats. Uh, adjustments. Yeah. I'd say... Episodes one, two, six, nine, ten, I think is where I'd say. Yeah, it's overloaded. You're not wrong. It is. The it whole didn't... the episode all about Nisi Nash's character, that's a must watch. She is she is fantastic. And if anybody gets a uh 
uh, an Emmy nod from this. It should be Nisi Nash. Although Evan Peters was great too, as the only person apparently in Wisconsin with a Wisconsin accent. Don't yeah. know how that how that happened. Yeah, that was weird. He he really nailed it, but nobody else talked like him. Nobody else did. Yeah. Uh, Richard. Even Richard uh, Jenkins was great too, though. Yeah, but, he was yeah. really good. I thought. Yeah. And um, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> yeah, she was good. A small role, but she was good. Small role and Penelope Ann Miller. Like it took me. It, it, Tina saying that's Molly Ringwald. I'm like, no, really? Yeah, and totally. oh my god, it is. Yeah. She's not applying lipstick with her uh, bra. Weird. But uh, yeah, you're right about um, what's her name again? The Rio not Reno 911 lady. Oh, uh, uh, Nisi Nash. Yeah, she's amazing. She is amazing. Someone yeah, told best. me she was from that. That she was the Reno 911 lady. I couldn't believe it. It blew my mind. It's such a uh, such a different. Like everything that she's done since then is so different than the yeah than yeah. the 911 stuff. You have to respect it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, anyways, there's that. Let's move on to some quick patron notes. We got some new people I wanted to mention. Ooh, Katrina. hello, new people. We got Katrina Dios. Uh, we got Kurt. I think it's Katarina. Katarina. Oh, geez, sorry. Katarina Dios. Thank yeah. you, uh, Kurt Reiken. Reiken. I, think, sure I would that. say Reiken. If it's German, you always pronounce the second of the two vowels. Sure. The I E nine. E-I. I mean uh, nine. What's what's the opposite of nine in German? Uh, how do you say yes? The six. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was a terrible joke and it got me right where I needed it. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah is the opposite of nine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah and nine. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Brian Bunts. Uh, we got Kevin Meinl and uh, finally Rob Bolander. These yeah. are all brand new people and we love them and we want them to know yeah. that. And part of the reason they joined was this pre-show content we do every day. No, not that. Well, maybe it's the no commercials ever. Not that. Well, maybe it's our couch parties on the weekend or the art in the mail or the other benefits that you get from the thing. Maybe it's all of those things. Could be all of them. Why yep. not all? And uh, they, you know, be like them is what I'm getting at. So join up yeah. today. It's a brand new month. Time to hop in at patreon.com slash TMS. Again, that is patreon.com slash TMS. Get there today. Uh, it's frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Except for the following song that Brian will now play. What do you got? Well, yeah. So this one's going out to a voice we haven't heard on the show in a while, but uh, he's still out there. Kevin from Ann Arbor. Hey, Kevin from Ann Arbor. He says, hi, Mr. Coverville. This is for my wonderful wife's 32nd birthday. She loves singing Disney songs around the house. And even though I hate Disney musicals, maybe you can find something we both would like. Thank you. Love the covers, though. Kevin. Nice. Well, Excuse me. I do have something that that you would like because it's a Disney song that doesn't come from a Disney movie. And I feel like that might be, you know, if I stay away from the musicals and give you a Disney song, maybe that's kind of the the halfway point. Uh, What if I made it ska? What if I made it two and a half minutes long? Did any of those things uh, trip your wires? Well, let's get to it then. This is Real Big uh, Frish. Frish. (laughs) Real Big Frish. It's too early for a Frish sandwich. Real Big Fish from a 2002 tribute called Dive Into Disney. It's a song that's called Baroque Hoedown, but everybody knows it better as the theme to the Main Street Electrical Parade. Very nice. Well, let's play this. By the way, is is Kevin our um, I don't like bees guy? It is, right? I think so. I think that's that's our Kevin, yeah. Yeah, we should thank him for that every time we talk to him. I uh, don't like real big fish. <laughs> fresh. You don't like big fish? Oh, man. They wanted more fresh. They wouldn't give us any more fresh. <laughs> all right. It didn't look like the kind of fresh you'd want to eat. That's right. Well, we're done. Thank you all for being here. We'll be back tomorrow with more. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. How can you eat at a time like this? Because I'm hungry. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.